Hi, friends at Richmond Hill. Thank you so much for allowing me to bring this message to you today. Um, I will be sharing from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, where Jesus compares himself to the Good Shepherd. And I invite us to think about what it looks like for the church or the Christian community to be a shepherd to all people. So thank you again, and I hope that you appreciate this message. Sometimes it's hard to find just the right words to describe a situation, place, or person. Maybe it's just too complex, or the location is just too beautiful, and our words just can't contain all the emotions that we are feeling. Similarly, the Gospel of John is always trying to find the right ways to understand and convey who Jesus is and what he is here to do. The Gospel of John loves his metaphors. Right off the bat in John's gospel, we hear that Jesus is the word made flesh, speaking to God, becoming incarnate here on earth. And later we hear that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches, a metaphor to convey that with Jesus, we can bear fruit. We can be a living and loving presence to the world. And in another verse, Jesus uses the metaphor of being the bread of life. And yet another, Jesus is living water, suggesting that we shall never hunger or thirst and can find spiritual renewal in Jesus. And in our scripture today, in, gospel, in the Gospel of John chapter 10, we hear Jesus compare himself to a shepherd, and we are his flock. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't have much experience with shepherding. So this particular metaphor is tricky. Most of us, I imagine, have probably never encountered a flock of sheep. I don't personally know of any sheep herders. And the closest I can come to one is my great Pyrenees Mishka, who used to guard sheep at my partner's farm before her retirement last summer. I did once have the odd experience of literally running into a flock of sheep when I was living in Switzerland. I was on my way to the train and I was going upstream toward the station while they were heading downstream, probably toward some luscious, beautiful greenfield. It was a surreal experience, a different kind of traffic problem that I had ever encountered. In disbelief, I said hi to the sheep, the, to the shepherd, and laughed as my modern life collected, collided with one I had only seen pictures of or heard about from no other than the Bible. It was an incident which I perhaps could have enjoyed a bit more had I not been late for the train. While we know little about shepherding, our audience hearing this word would have everyday experiences with animal husbandry. Sheep provided a family with everything they needed, 
milk to drink or to make cheese, the rare occasion of additional protein. Sheep would have provided wool for garments and manure for crops. Sheep provided daily nourishment. And then there was also the religious ritual significance. Lambs were used as a thanksgiving offering or as atonement for transgressions. And the horns of the rams are considered to be of great value. They could be made into a vessel to hold liquids or into a trumpet called a shofar used to signal and gather people for religious ceremonies. John's gospel, John's audience in this gospel would have understood the nuances of shepherding and sheep. And while we may not fully know the ancient world of sheep and shepherding, we certainly know that a shepherd is a person who tends and herds and feeds and guards. I know that we value our independence and individuality in our culture. But let's be honest. We likely all want and desire someone who will tend and feed and protect us at some point in our lives. When we're overwhelmed with caretaking for our spouse or aging, aging parents or an ill child, would we not like someone to have a watchful eye on us? When someone has broken into our house, would we not like a shepherd to protect and make us feel safe again? When we've been unemployed for far too long, would we not like someone to make sure that we can continue to be fed and nourished? And when we're overwhelmed at work and moving in a million different directions, wouldn't we love someone to step in to help reduce our burden? We all desire someone in one shape or another to be a shepherd to us. How often do we say to ourselves, I, I just want things to slow down. I just want everything to be okay. What if we were to remember that we are okay, just as we are? What if we remember that we do have a shepherd who cares for us and gives us security and rest? One of the most beloved Psalms, Psalm 23, is a testament to this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Such words are a comfort and heals us in times of trouble and weariness. It reminds us that we are not alone and that there is one who is protecting us from the elements of the world. Psalm 23 is a song that confidently proclaims that God is with us. We all crave for everything to be okay. And in some of our most grounded, lucid moments, we are able to see this. And coffee with friends, and carrying cards that say, I'm thinking about you, and a smile behind a mask, and being present to each other in our pain. 
This security is already promised to us. We're already beloved. We are God's. This passage in John conveys a peace and confidence in which to help us move through life. It's a reminder that God's companionship can transform every situation. It doesn't mean that bad things won't happen, but that our confidence in God is a source of joy and peace. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. But it the word shalom means so much more than just peace. It also means harmony and wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. The word essentially encompasses the fullness of life. This motif of the Good Shepherd is one that brings life. Like Psalm 23, this image of God as shepherd is one about life and vitality. You know, this week we learned of the Derek Chauvin verdict. He was guilty on all three charges of the murder of George Floyd. And while there is nothing about the situation or case that is good or easy or beautiful, and while this verdict doesn't amount to full justice, it does represent accountability. And we do see where God is showing up we can see God's grace and life poking through. This analogy of shepherd and sheep is largely representative of the divine human relationship. We understand the nature of the shepherd is to care and protect and guide the sheep. We know the shepherd has compassion on our hungry spirit and leads us and feeds us and gives us rest and refreshes us. But there is always more in our relationship with God. As God's flock of sheep, we are invited to think about what kind of flock shall we be? What kind of community of followers of Jesus shall we be? If we are already beloved, what does it look like to offer that to others as church? What does it look like to take up our crosses to feed other hungry spirits, to take up our cross so that others can have rest? What does it look like for the church or church community to be a shepherd of all people? God invites us to work for the cause of God's realm where the goal is not a glimpse of justice, but the fullness of it. Friends, may our work to be peacemakers and justice workers continue in earnest. May it be so. Amen.